This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Thank you for joining us. And our topic this week is going to be mastering the last five years before retirement. And uh, as usual, uh, before we jump into that information, we're going to give you our update on the United States debt and deficit. So as of our recording, the total U.S. debt is $28 trillion, dollars The debt to taxpayers, $224,000. $455. The total debt and unfunded liabilities and unfunded liabilities, those are uh, government programs sometimes referred to as entitlement programs, uh, promises the government has made. When you add the debt to the unfunded liabilities, the numbers uh, are astronomical. $160 trillion, $921 billion, Four hundred and thirty million dollars, and I don't think it would come uh, as a surprise to anyone that that level of debt uh, is eventually going to catch up with our country, and it's going to impact everyone's uh, future and everyone's uh, retirement. If you want to take a look at those numbers uh, yourself, you can look at usdebtclock.org. That's where we take those numbers. And those people get their numbers straight from the wow. Federal well, we Reserve. We have some theme music for our, our debt rundown. <laughs> when you hear that sound, you're, you're talking about you know, the national debt. That's right. And maybe we'll make that... Maybe we'll make that kind of uh, anytime we use the word uh, debt on the show, Tony, maybe you can plug that in and yeah. and it'll be a reminder uh, to everyone to go check usdebtclock.org. But, you know, here at Compass Retirement Advisors, you know, we, we take it pretty serious, even though we, we like to interject uh, some of those uh, sound bites there. But tax rate risk is one of the two greatest challenges that, that we think um, people are going to be facing during their retirement and if they don't have some uh, steps in place if they've not implemented some strategies uh, we don't want them to be caught completely off guard so if they're not having that conversation with their current advisor uh, please give us a call at uh, my office direct line is 812-787-0809 and then just one uh, important reminder uh, we are having a, a series of informational dinners, and we still have room on Tuesday, April the 13th at the Schnitzelbach in Jasper. That's at 630. I'll talk for about an hour, and then we'll follow that up with uh, a fine meal uh, by the people there at the Schnitz and uh, questions and answers. But you have to call me uh, to reserve your seat, and that number is 812-787-0809. 
Well, Tony, we're going to jump in here and, and talk about uh, some things that uh, maybe over the course of this last year with the pandemic, um, there's been a little more uh, sentiment of uh, concern and fear and for some people uh, panic regarding the retirement strategies. Um, and it seems like, you know, we're kind of at the tail end of the pandemic, but it certainly serves as a reminder that even the best plans, you know, sometimes can get pushed aside by things that are out of our control, things that we never uh, thought could happen. They do happen at times. And with that in mind, uh, what we want to do today is focus on some key things our listeners would consider doing to maybe shore up those retirement strategies especially if they're in that five-year uh, time window. You know, if they're about ready to punch the clock uh, for the final time, it's good to, to get certain things uh, in order. So, Tony, um, let's, uh, let's move forward here and uh, talk about uh, the last five years before retirement. Yeah, I think this is going to be a great discussion to have, Mike. I mean, uh, obviously, this is the critical time. Uh, for most people and in preparing for retirement, uh, you know, I, I, I can feel like, you know, it can feel like you're doing everything right. You've got your 401k, your IRA investments, maybe you're budgeting, uh, and hopefully you're working with a financial services professional. Uh, you know, you want to be on course for the kind of retirement that's going to reward that hard work and discipline, but then boom, you know, the pandemic hit us, something like that happens or the market drops and it can mess things up. That is why it's important to have a strategy in place and work with a financial professional. That, that's true, Tony. And, and let me add, you know, here comes the debt and deficit uh -oh. bailout yep. plan next. You know, uh, just uh, just this week, uh, the number on the infrastructure plan that uh, the president's proposing went from three trillion to four trillion, and along with that, a proposal to increase taxes by about three trillion dollars uh, to pay for that. So, one thing's for certain: things are going to to come at us that uh, we're we're not anticipating, and to best prepare for that, we've got to put the things that we can be in control of, you know, in the best. Uh, possible uh, structures and, and designs. Um, but having, you know, that strong strategy um, design is the best way to keep our plans, you know, moving forward. And uh, that serves us in times of uh, um, stability, but it really serves us in times of uncertainty uh, and vol volatility. Um, there's a pretty good article recently in, in Forbes uh, that talked about, you know, these last five years. And um, I, I like this article because it talks about more than just the lifelong planning things that people need to do. And it really focuses on, you know, the, the last five years. Too often um, things are not real specific when you're reading articles about uh, retirement planning. Um, so I, I really appreciated that they took this kind of a, a hyper focus on just uh, the last five years uh, before retirement. And, you know, that does require perhaps some different strategies and maybe some adjustments. Um, you know, to borrow a cliche, you know, we're, we're heading into the home stretch and we certainly want to make sure that we make that last term uh, and head to the finish line that uh, our listeners uh, can do that knowing 
that their uh, retirement income plans um, uh, are designed uh, kind of uh, as plans for all seasons and, and can help them you know, cross that finish line. Right. And that's really good. That's a good perspective. I mean, to me, you know, when you're in your 20s and 30s, retirement is kind of an abstract concept. I know when I was in my 20s, uh, the word retirement, I, d- I don't even know if I knew what that meant. <laughs> so, uh, you know, sure. but most people in reality, you know, it's out there, but you don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. But then you leapfrog into your 50s and 60s. It's no longer an abstraction. It's it's real and it's coming straight at you like a freight train. Yeah. And, and to that point, Tony, the, the article notes that if you're five years or less from retirement, you need to, you know, continually ask yourselves, you know, several important questions. You know, have I saved uh, enough money? Uh, have I worked with a financial services professional as we stress every week uh, to talk about, you know, investments and allocations? You know, what's what are some of the newer strategies? What are some of the newer financial products? And am I using them uh, to my best advantage? Am I prepared uh, for long-term care costs? Um, should I consider a trust? Uh, should I prioritize, you know, paying off uh, a mortgage or another debt? What about my 401k? Um, is it going to provide me uh, with uh, enough asset that I can move to an IRA and then take an income? And admittedly, these are really heavy questions uh, to deal with, but they're heavy because they're so, so important. And sometimes those questions you know, lead to additional concerns uh, as retirement uh, nears. Um, these types of questions grow even more important. Well, for sure. And they definitely do. And it's easy to see how those questions, I mean, if you don't have the right answer or answers to all of them, it could make you feel like maybe your own retirement is going to be a weight around your neck rather than something to look forward to. So. Uh, what do you suggest we start with while we're still five years out? Well, if, if you've got five years, um, you know, hopefully you, you have started implementing a plan, you know, further out than that. But if you're in a five-year uh, window, uh, there are likely to be some, some challenges. And, and those challenges could be even bigger. Uh, as I said, if, if your current strategy you know, doesn't have you prepared. But first, I think it's most important, Tony, that people get a complete understanding of where they are financially right now. You know, take some time and assess how the money is allocated in terms of retirement accounts and, and investments. Uh, I'm surprised at how often we talk with uh, people in our office and they don't know exact numbers you know it's it's a general ballpark and we really think it's important to know down you know to uh, the t as they say you know how much i have in in this retirement account and how much is in that retirement account and how much maybe is in this roth and how much is in you know my, my non-qualified so uh, really have to, to to get the details and get a good handle on exactly what uh, the dollar amounts are and then uh, also, we need to take into consideration, you know, how we're going to file for Social Security, what strategy we're going to use there, um, what does that monthly payment uh, coming in from Social Security, you know, look like. Um, people sometimes uh, don't know that there are several different claiming strategies that you can use when filing for Social Security, and we can help people walk through that, and we can provide 
um, our Social Security maximization report? And then, you know, is there a pension and what other potential income sources are there? And then perhaps uh, the most important question of all is when you combine all of these potential sources, you know, how big is that that pot of money? And can we uh, design a distribution plan that allows the uh, retiree uh, to maintain, you know, their current lifestyle or, you know, what they've uh, deemed as, as their preferred lifestyle in retirement? Here, we're talking about how you can master the last five years before retirement. And this has been a really interesting and good show today. I mean, we've already talked about what you should do at the starting line and precisely five years before retirement. Now let's move to what we need to focus on four years before you retire. Yeah, let's let's get right to that. Let's keep moving through uh, the years and maybe count them down here uh, with the, the time we have in our show. But in, in that Forbes article explains that, you know, if you've taken the necessary steps, you know, in year five that we've talked about, uh, it's time to, to start thinking more about uh, what you want your life to look like, you know, shortly after you retire. We all have different uh, dreams in, in mind. Uh, so people should really start, you know, pondering things like like this you know where do i want to live uh when i retire you know if i have grandchildren uh, how important is it you know to be you know close to them am i going to move closer to where the kids are and it's becoming more common uh, for people to you know retire outside of the country even tony Uh, there are um, different cultures to to experience or different uh, things to see and there are some uh, countries uh, with some tax advantages uh, on income. So you know, I would say if, if that's something that someone is is considering, you know, I'd strongly recommend that, that they visit those countries. Maybe it's visiting uh, the, the state. You know, we might think we want to live in Florida. You know, we're here in Southwest Indiana <laughs> and we sure. might think we want to live in Florida. This doesn't have to be like maybe going to Costa Rica or someplace, but you know, go and, and spend some time there. Um, yeah. Uh, figure out uh, if you like the pace of life there. I, I know whenever it's really cold here in Indiana, like it was uh, several weeks ago, you know, Florida sounded great. And then I talked to people who are in Florida and they say, well, man, it was cold this morning. It was 40 degrees down here, you know, and the, the lizards are freezing and, and falling out of the trees. So you got to give it, you got to give it a good look. You know, uh, it may look like the, the grass is greener, but you have to spend some time there, Tony, uh, and, and really uh, decide, uh, do I want to make uh, that move? But uh, I, I think that is you know, part of the consideration for retirement is where do I want uh, to be to enjoy uh, these years that I've, I've saved and, and planned up for? Well, yeah, I think that is, is something to consider. Now, at what point in this five-year process does long-term care pop up? Well, this is that time frame, you know, a, a four to five year uh, time frame to really take a deep look at, at long-term care. Um, you know, the, the Forbes article talks about um, costs and, and they're doing the article, obviously, you know, to a nationwide audi- audience. And they talked about California, for example, in, in 2019, their study showed that a long-term care facility costs just a, a little under 100 and, and $30,000 a year, and they broke it down to about three fifty a day. But what I would uh, encourage our listeners to do um, is spend a little time again and maybe make a call to a facility that, that uh, they might um, 
think would be the place that, that they would want to be if long-term care confinement uh, was required. You know, get to know the facility, find out about uh, the services and the programs and the support that they offer. Obviously, you know, find out um, about the costs. And then there are a variety of products that can help with long-term care uh, expenses. And you would want to start pricing some of those. Um, the traditional long-term care is not as popular as, as it was some years ago. There are newer financial products that uh, have started including uh, benefits for long-term care, and, and those don't always require uh, confinement. Uh, if you need help with two of the six activities of daily living, that can trigger benefits and, and you can stay at home. So there's confinement benefits and there's non-confinement benefits. But it's time to you know start looking at those and, pr- and pricing those. Uh, obviously, many of these products, the, the younger you are, the lower the, the price is. Um, sure. your, your health, maybe you can qualify because you're healthy. Yep. But as we get older, our health sometimes starts to deteriorate you wouldn't want to wait so long to apply for these products that uh, you're uh, rejected or you know the pricing's up so again you know uh, put in the time do the the homework uh, survey some of the the facilities and then um, you know take a look at at, at the different types uh, of products that are that are available and, and cost those out sure is this also a good time to look at legacy planning? Absolutely. Uh, it's interesting, Tony, that uh, on some of these products that have long-term care benefits, if, if you are fortunate and you don't use that long-term care benefit, there are benefits that would pass on to um, the heirs. So I, I'm really glad uh, that, that you brought that one up. And I would say, you know, if our listeners haven't done so already, you know, year four is a good time to, you know, get with an attorney and get things sure. like the healthcare directive uh, put in place. And there's a whole packet of, of uh, documents that, you know, not just a will, but other documents that, sure. that need to go along with that. So, yeah. you know, make sure that you have those uh, things in place. Make sure that your spouse and other family members know uh, what your wishes are when it comes, you know, to health care. Um, sure. and, and final stage uh, decisions that sure. that need to be to be made. Now, so what we, about what about when it comes to the third year? Okay, when we when we start looking at at, at the third year, you know, we're getting close to halfway through that that five year strategy. Um, again, the closer we get to that retirement date, you know, the more acute the focus has to be. Um, so. I would say, you know, let the imagination wander a little bit about what that afternoon on the beach or sitting out in the woods uh, waiting for that deer to come by or um, the tours, you know, maybe we're going to take trips to Europe. One of the people I spoke with last week said, you know, that's one of the the great uh, desires that they have is to to visit Europe again. And we all enjoy such a variety of things. You know, uh, it could be a great museum, a great book. It could be you know, just having a cup of tea uh, with the friends, but whatever that preferred retirement uh, is or isn't, um, maybe for some it's it's grand adventures, and, and for others, you know, it, it's the simpler um, sure. in, enjoyments uh, for life. So, uh, retirement usually means you know more time to pursue these interests and passions that, that we've set money aside to do. So, 
Uh, for some people, Tony, they might want to learn to do something different. You know, learn a new hobby, learn to paint, uh, you know, maybe get season tickets to the local sports team uh, or maybe, you know, finish up uh, some books from an author that that they've wanted uh, to read uh, for years. But, you know, one thing's for sure, whatever those desires are, uh, you know, setting those priorities, you know, that that bucket list that that we want to get accomplished, you know, when we're we're not punching that clock anymore. Uh, we're not putting in that 40 hours a week. There's going to be uh, a lot of time uh, available. Uh, so knowing uh, how you want to spend that uh, is important. And, and having those plans, those ideas, and those goals out there will make uh, retirement uh, a lot more enjoyable. Sure. So uh, we're going to jump to year two now. Um, and I think this is all worth considering. So tell us what the year two strategy should consist of. Okay, Tony, uh, year two should really be an exciting time. Um, you, know, you know, two years will, will pass away uh, pretty quickly, so you're close, and there's just a little more work and discipline and, and retirement's you know, going to be ours. So uh, the article suggests that year two could be a really good time to think about uh, one of our favorite topics, and, and that's that, that tax strategy. You know, putting the final touches or, or doing another, you know, tune-up on that tax strategy uh, is what we would recommend there. Uh, hopefully that started several years ago for our listeners, but it, if it hasn't, uh, it's time to, to really get that done. And again, working with a financial services professional who's uh, not just focused on growing the assets, but can also uh, incorporate the tax strategy and, and that legacy plan, uh, that's the time uh, to, to make it happen, to make sure that's in place you know, before you get to um, that, that last year of, of retirement. Yeah. And speaking of the last year, that, that brings us to the magical last year of work. What should we focus on during this period? Well, Tony, now if we're so close to the end of the road, as, as, you know, being in that last year, uh, there's going to be, you know, some excitement uh, building. Um, you know, maybe we're starting to feel, uh, you know, wiggling in the, in the shoes and, and our mind flashes to the images of those, you know, sandy beaches that we're <laughs> wanting to visit. Yep. And uh, while there's nothing, you know, wrong with those thoughts, it's really important to keep yourself on track, uh, you know, in that last year. And with that in mind, people might want to be vigilant about the cash that they're spending. You know, make sure that uh, the spending and the expenses are, are where they want them going into to retirement. And then re- review some critical dates here. You know, age 59 and a half is when you can avoid penalties on those qualified plan distributions. You know, age 62 when Social Security is first available. Um, age 65, becoming uh, eligible for Medicare. And one of the really big things going into retirement is how medical costs are going to be handled. And so you've got to have a plan in place. You know, what are you going to do for health insurance if you're wanting to retire before you become eligible for uh, Medicare? So there's just uh, a lot of things. And and we've uh, uh, brushed over some of those uh, today. And I would just uh, encourage our listeners, if they really want to put together a five-year uh, plan a, a checklist of things that need to be put in order. You know, give us a call at uh, Compass Retirement Advisors, and we'll get our team uh, to work on uh, helping individuals uh, put these uh, types of important uh, strategies uh, in place. All right. Well, that sounds great. It was a great show with a lot of information packed in there, but we're out of time. Let our listeners know one more time before we go how they can get a hold of you. 
Phone number is 812-787-0809. Website, compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. And you can drop me an email, mgraber at compassra.com. Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. Investment advisory services provided by ChangePath LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and ChangePath LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives it is prior to implementation.